it's Ronnie Davis, and you're listening to Eating More, the place to be if you want to learn how to stop eating in ways that make you feel like crap, if you want to end the weight and food war, and start reimagining healthy eating and living. We'll show you how to change your mind, your food world, and your life with less doing and more being. When I started my, quote, fitness journey in 2007, I, like many people, enlisted the help of pros. I wasn't a trainer or anything yet then, and so I went to the pros. And when I say pros, I mean pros. I went to the best of the best on the planet. I became part of the biggest, most well-known bikini and figure team in the world. The team consistently had athletes competing and winning at events like the Arnold and the Olympia. And when I first started with them, I wasn't training for competition, but I still got a very strict competition-style diet. The same foods every single day at every meal for a month. And I was told if it wasn't on the plan, it wasn't to go in my mouth. I had five brutal weight workouts a week and five even worse cardio sessions a week. That's two hours of cardio, five days a week. Some days it would even be six because when I would submit progress pictures, they'd often add even more workouts because my butt wasn't shaping up well enough or fast enough. And the message was always tough shit. (laughs) This is what it takes. And if I wasn't willing to do what it took, I just didn't want it bad enough and didn't deserve getting it. The message was always that I needed to work harder and suffer more. And that is a really common theme among the entire weight loss and fitness industry, really. They're teaching us that that's what it takes to, quote, live a healthy lifestyle. That hard work, sacrifice, and misery are required to lose weight and be happy and healthy. And looking at it from the outside now, I think, that's ludicrous. (laughs) How did we ever come to believe that punishment and suffering would leave lead to health, self-love, and happiness. But for a lot of years, I, like most people, believed that. And I was at war with myself every single day as a result. You know, that war between eating the things that I was supposed to eat but gagged on versus folding like a cheap suit and then full-on binging on all of the things that I wasn't supposed to have because they were bad. And I even echoed a lot of those sentiments and that training style when I did become a trainer and started training other people. I echoed them because I learned from the best. And I wanted my clients to have the most mind-blowing results possible, as quickly as possible, because I knew that that's what they wanted and I knew that I could produce that for them. And also because I believed that the only reason I struggled so hard was because I was weak. I really believed that it was just me. I thought other people would have no problem changing everything they normally eat once they learned the right way to eat instead, right? God, I was so naive. I mean, truthfully, like there is a lot of truth to that. If you're not willing to do all of that stuff to get on stage and live that life and have abs and all of those things, then you don't want it bad enough. And if you want to be the best in the world, you're you know, going to have to suffer pretty hard and give up a lot. But not everybody wants that. In fact, most people don't want that extreme, and that's okay. And 
rightly so, because that extreme is not particularly healthy. It's not at all what it takes to just feel good and be happy. And really, isn't that all we really want, most of us? To just feel good and be happy? I can't even tell you how many years it took me this took took me to have this epiphany, but a healthy lifestyle. I hate that phrase, but you get what I'm saying. It should make your life better. It should add so much to your life that you cannot imagine living any other way. It should make you feel happy, energetic, powerful, and amazing. Not beaten, exhausted, obsessed over food and workouts and like you want to quit every second day. And I've noticed a common theme in watching the people that I've worked with, the ones that succeed and the ones that fail. And I've noticed the ones who are obsessed with needing to be perfect and always looking for more work, always beating on their, themselves when they, when they think they've screwed up. Those are the ones that struggle the most and typically quit before really even getting any far. Why? Well, because they're approaching it from the standpoint of, I need to suffer from this place of, I need to work harder, I need to do more, I need to be perfect, I need to get results right now. They're not allowing the changes that they're trying to make to add positively to their lives. So it all just becomes one more chore, one more thing they beat on themselves over. And that's not healthy. (laughs) Especially because it's the easiest extra chore to abandon when the struggle gets to be too much, which is one of many reasons why the dropout rate for these healthy living or fitness journeys is so high. The amount of unhealthy and downright damaging messages that fill our world about what it takes to be healthy or just learn to be happy and feel good in our bodies is astronomical. This idea that it's supposed to be hard is one of them. Now, you may be thinking, but it has to be hard if you want to build muscle and get stronger, Ronnie. Yes, I know that. A few people in the world will ever know the levels of hard that I endured to build the body that I built. And I was a trainer for eight years. I know full well what it takes to build muscle and get stronger. That is hard, unbelievably hard. There's no way around it to make that not hard. Physically hard. It has to physically be hard sometimes if you want to get stronger and build muscle. I get that. I know that. I acknowledge that. I'm not talking about that. And I'm not talking about just physically hard. What I'm talking about is just being able to live in a body that feels good. (laughs) Isn't that all we really want, most of us, to just live in bodies that feel good? That shouldn't be mentally, emotionally, or even necessarily physically hard. And it's not, unless you listen to all of the horrible advice out there that tells you that it has to be, that you have to bust your ass every damn day, that you have to suffer, that you have to live from pain, deprivation, and hate to get there. There is enough suffering in life. Doing things to care for your body and make it feel like a happy place to live should not contribute to that suffering. They should ease it. It should make life easier to live, not harder. And the same even goes for weight loss. If it's hard, it's not the way. It shouldn't be hard. If it's hard, it's because you are fighting against 
your body and the programming in your brain instead of working with them. And I don't care what anybody says, that is not a healthy way to live. If it feels like a constant struggle, like punishment, like something that you have to talk yourself into, or you're constantly finding ways to trick yourself into staying motivated to do, if it feels like deprivation or like another chore, if it feels like fear, guilt, and shame, it is not the way. And the single most effective strategy for eating, living, and moving in healthier ways, in more positive ways, is to just switch to love. In the current paradigm, the health, wellness, diet, and fitness industries, you know, they're promoting this punishment, suffering, and misery paradigm. But they're also promoting fear. So very much fear over food, over not being the perfect size or shape. Fear over fat, you know, that it's making us unlovable. Fear over toxins and chemicals. And fear over not living, eating, or moving in the right ways, according to everybody else's rules for our bodies. There's so much fear baked into everything we've been taught that it takes to be healthy that we've just come to live and make choices for ourselves from those fears and from that place of suffering and misery that I talked about a second ago. But again, that's not healthy. Living from fear in particular has serious health consequences on our physical health, on our mental health, on the processes in our brains that regulate emotions that leave and you know leave us susceptible to intense emotions and impulsive reactions and how do you think all of that might impact emotional eating not positively right and fear becomes paralyzing but love is liberating when we tune out all of the noise in our culture about how we're supposed to suffer, how it's supposed to be hard, about what's supposedly healthy and the right way to eat or live, we then have the opportunity to learn to connect with and trust our own bodies. Your body is more invested in your health and wellness than anyone else on the entire planet. When is the last time you listened to it and made a choice for it from a place of love rather than from fear or punishment. See, choices made with compassion and love change everything. Eating or, you know, overeating things that make us feel like crap becomes unimaginable. Restriction and deprivation, never. Inactivity or the opposite and overexercise also becomes unimaginable because our bodies want to move and they want to rest and they know when they need each, right? When we make this switch, we stop making fear and punishment-based choices that are being driven by our brains and instead are able to deeply listen to our magnificent bodies and make choices from them, for them rather, from compassion and love. And we start wanting to make choices that serve us the best. And as we practice that, our brains begin to change. So it just becomes the new normal. There's never any suffering or punishment. There's nothing to ever fall off of or quit again. Just happiness 
and health through compassion and love. No motivation, no deprivation, no willpower, no restriction, and no suffering required. Taking care of your body should make life easier, not harder. If it's not making your life easier, better, filling you with joy, goodness, and light, it's not the way. So given that, I ask you, what is one thing that you can do today that will make your body feel better to live in? What's one choice you could make today from love for you and your body? Choosing from love and feeling better in your body today is as simple as just starting there. And if you need help with this process, this is what I teach people to do in cognitive eating. So keep that in mind. Until next time, choose from love and take care of yourself. You've been listening to Being More with Ronnie Davis. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about embodied cognitive eating training and access free resources, visit www.ecet.online.